Damar Hamlin. He is as good a reason as any for me to come off of a hiatus on my podcast. It has been a whirlwind week for anyone who tuned in to Monday Night Football this week and witnessed the hit involving Damar Hamlin in the Bills and Bengals game. It was a collectively traumatic experience. I can't even imagine those close to it, how they have been dealing with it. But just for the casual viewer, I almost didn't even tune into Monday Night Football this week because I'm a Browns fan and hold my own survival as a Browns fan and issue with the NFL in general. A lot of times it's a love-hate. Like, I love the sport of football. It's my favorite spectator sport. It always has been. In fifth grade, I read all the Vince Lombardi biographies I could get my hands on. It's just kind of part of my DNA. Grew up loving the sport. I had the old school Coleco handheld football game and would play that. My gosh, it's so funny to think about, but just been a longtime football person and enjoyed spectating it. So when I saw Monday Night Football was going to be Bills versus Bengals, I was like, okay, I got to see this because Josh Allen has an absolute grenade launcher for an arm. And of course, Joe Burrow is no slouch either. So it was pretty exciting to see, to tune into that, to see what would happen with those two going head to head. And of course, a couple of great defenses as well. It gives you the history of my relationship with football. My son played football and it was controversial even then, worrying about injury and whatnot. I truly love being a part of the community of having a kid in football, in middle school, and a little bit of high school. My kid was a running back, and when he was younger, they used to play both defense and offense. The coaches were hilarious, super into it. We had mascots, we had tailgates, we had a team photographer, and we had all sorts of photo and video assets. It was great compared to lacrosse because I had to be the media for lacrosse and a lot of situations. Whereas in football, everybody gets it. Everybody knows it's exciting. Everybody knows how to cheer for football collectively. And so it was easy to build community around the sport, even as having a kid in youth. And I was told that I was, quote, crazy for discouraging my son from continuing on in football because he was an explosive runner and he would get a lot of yards every game as a running back. And I was told I was crazy for pushing him more towards lacrosse. He was a multi-sport athlete and pushing him away from doing so much football because I was afraid of the injuries, let's be honest. He did suffer a concussion in football and hopefully that was the only one, but we don't really know because it just is what it is. It's like part of the culture that you get dinged around, you get your quote bell rung, that kind of thing, and you get out there and do it again. And my kid was pretty fast. His 40 was faster than some of the people that are in the NFL right now. And a lot of people were like, you're crazy for not letting him pursue this football thing. And 
I just was scared for his brain and wanted him to be someone who could function as a middle-aged person and onward with his brain intact and not have violent episodes or lose his grip with CTE and whatnot, even though he was only middle school, high school player. I'm glad he didn't play collegiate football. Instead, he played lacrosse, got a scholarship. And it worked out, but I took a lot of heat for pulling him from the sport. It's a group decision. He had his own autonomy, but was strongly encouraged on my part for him to focus on one sport. He committed after his freshman year to play collegiate lacrosse. So be that as it may, I still have been a football spectator, fan, mom, person, even before I had a kid, even when I was a kid myself. So with all that said... Tuned in to Monday Night Football this week. Excited to see Josh Allen's arm and Joe Burrow go head-to-head. And we tuned in, and I was with David. We were at my place doing the thing, watching the game, and just realized, okay, this kid has gone down. Initially, it was like, oh, does he concuss? And my initial reaction was, I just saw that his feet and his body were not moving. And then I was scared when I saw other people's faces and I, I kept, I just yelled, he's dead. He's dead. The kid is dead. That's what I thought happened. And I'm scared of brain death. It's one of the scariest ideas to me. And I thought that's what happened to Tamar Hamlin. I know a lot of people are like, I just talked the conclusion of what's going to happen to me. We already have the answer. Damar Hamlin, his brain is working. His brain functions and he gets to be alive. And that's all we need to know. The NFL, they've been called a criminal organization. They function like a criminal organization. And some people say they're even worse than a criminal organization. And I don't know about all that, but I am not a super fan of the ownership or how owners come to be and the power they wield and the relationship that the players have with their employer and this sport. People say it's their choice to sign up. I don't think anybody really goes into the NFL knowing that, yes, today I might die on the field. Or when I'm no longer the gladiator out here and I have ruined my brain so that I get into legal trouble, domestic trouble, trouble with addiction, or a whole host of other ramifications of being repeatedly and basically like a car accident every week. The NFL has shown that they don't care to take on the financial or ethical burdens of what that means for these people. So the NFL is like a chance to get a family right out of poverty if you've got a star athlete. And what they don't tell you is that, yes, this can happen, but you're going to have to also sacrifice that person. That person can pull your family out of poverty, but that person's life is not guaranteed and the quality of their life is certainly not something that the NFL cares about. So I don't even want to get into all that, the greed of a billionaire class and these owners of the NFL, but it's like, how much money do you need? If you're able to spend $60 million a year, if you're able to just lose as an organization and still be in the billions, it's like, how much is enough? And then what is the value of a human life? It shouldn't be up to some player organization or players union to tell you to do the right thing, NFL. Should, at the bare minimum, provide people with sustainable health care along with the injuries that happen to them and all the hidden things that they don't want to talk about and all the 
sort of performative solutions that the NFL has enacted. It begs the question of what is the future and how do we go forward? How do we responsibly, because me, I can't control any of this stuff, but what do I do as a spectator? I love watching the sport, but I feel like a hypocrite watching as these people performing this kid's game as adults are gladiators and what that means to their families and to everyone supporting this. What is our responsibility here? So I guess that's where I am with it. And I've been struggling with my love for watching the game and also having issue with the organization itself. So maybe there needs to be a mass exodus, a new organization formed, player-owned organization, and everybody jump ship. I don't know if it'll work because the NFL does offer a kind of quick path to get oneself out of poverty. So there it is, the almighty dollar. So anyway, I just wanted to say the only conclusion that we were waiting for was that this kid, Damar Hamlin, number three, which is also my son's lacrosse number. And he's only, this kid's only 24 years old and my kid's only 23. And it just, it felt like that was my kid out there or it could be anybody's kid. The trauma that his brother being in person witnessing and his mom and all his family and people close to him, I just, it's like, it was traumatic just for us as regular spectators to see someone effectively die in front of us on the regular old Monday night football. I can't even imagine the players and everyone there in this collective moment. So it's become one of those moments, where were you on Monday night football when DeMar Hamlin went down? It's one of those moments in history. Even if you think sports are trivial, there are a lot of people who feel otherwise and this is their our entertainment and part of our culture and history so it is what it is and if you saw it live my heart goes out to you where were you when this happened and what was your reaction my reaction was that he died I thought he had died and I was so worried that he was brain dead I don't even like saying it out loud I'm just so relieved that he has brain activity and he's able to write and say all kinds of things in writing and he opened his eyes and he squeezed the hands of his loved ones that those are meaningful brain activities and to me that's really all I was waiting for and that's the conclusion everything else can be sorted but I really hope this man if he is unable to play another down of football that he is able to manage his brand and leverage this moment in order that he may own the means of production regarding his brand, his story. If it's a film, a biopic, if it's a book or several books, I think people are curious about his life, his upbringing, the obstacles he overcame. In the lacrosse world, we went through a similar cycle where people were dying from getting hit from a lacrosse ball when my son was younger. And when I coached uh, lacrosse, I was so worried about this. The chest pads did change in response to that in my lifetime. So we all in the lacrosse world knew about this type of injury. And it seems like football was a bit blindsided by it because they have a different type of hit they take. And it's not usually like a hockey puck or a lacrosse stick or a baseball. So I don't think they've had to deal with this type of possible death on the field. 
And I knew somebody who knew somebody whose brother died on the field in high school football as well. So I knew it was a possibility, but it's not something you like to talk about or think about, but it wasn't a foreign idea to me. And I'm just glad the kid is alive. That's really the only thing I came here to say. That is enough for me. And I do hope that he can have a strategy going forward whether he has a career in the NFL or if he makes money doing other things based on his brand. And I hope that those around him have the wherewithal to plan this out and make sure he is strategically aligned with the ability to capitalize on the significance of his life because I don't think that the NFL values human life above their own greed. I think that's pretty safe to say. And that's it. Damar Hamlin, so glad that you're aware you're back and it's going to take a while to unpack and really tell you the significance of um, Monday night and what you have meant to everybody that watches football and even further in this country and globally. Huge impact, no pun intended, but we're just all breathing a sigh of relief today that Damar Hamlin is back. He's alive, his brain works. That's it. 